Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we are talking about Pokemon versus Dragon Quest monsters. With DQ Monsters the Dark Prince coming out, uh, there's probably at least a portion of people who have never played a DQ Monsters game before who are interested oh, yeah. in checking it out. And as with any kind of like monster recruiting, monster wrangling game, uh, the Pokemon comparisons are just always there. Always. I mean, that's one of the things that I started, you know, when I first saw them years and years and years ago, I'm like, oh, you just want to be Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it kind of does, but, <laughs> um, yeah, I but. guess we should, <laughs> I guess we should also, uh, put at the front of this that if you've never listened to any of our versus episodes, uh, it, it's always stuff that we we love both of these things. We like the, both of these things, um, so it's not just completely like hating on one or the other. Um, it's really just talking about how they're different and things we like about both of them and those kind of things. Um, so it's not right. a contentious versus um, episode by any stretch of the imagination. Pokemon came out in the uh, mid to late nineties, which seems wild to think about so now. So crazy. Yeah, yeah, that it was that Remembering long Remembering when blue came, blue and red came out, like playing blue when it was new on my original brick of a Game Boy that uh, it seems so weird that it was uh, that long ago. Like yeah. a, almost ago. Yeah, and then uh, not long after that, we had our first Dragon Quest Monsters game. Um, now, as any, pretty much any Dragon Quest fan will probably tell you, uh, <laughs> Dragon Quest V let you recruit monsters before Pokemon ever came out. SMT kind of has the has dibs as far as like first like actual like hey yeah. you can recruit some monsters into your party, but but technically Dragon Quest V did have that. But in terms of just like a sheer uh, game that was all about just catching monsters and using them to fight for you and that kind of stuff. Like Pokemon was just just this huge thing. And so obviously in the time since you've had a lot of series like that. You've had um, you've had Dragon Quest Monsters. You've had Yo-Kai Watch. uh, You've had a ton of of indie games. uh, You had what was the one that came out a few years ago? Temtem. It's like a Pokemon MMO. Oh, yeah. I see that one occasionally and always think about starting playing it that I'm like, no, no, no. You know better than that. Yeah, and so, like, there are uh, there there's a lot of Pokemon mimicry, 
but also I feel like that the best ones, and when I say the best ones, I'm, I'm talking really, I think personally, when I'm talking about the best kind of Pokemon knockoffs, I'm thinking of like uh, Dragon Quest Monsters and Yokai Watch, I would say, are probably the two uh. that, that are the best because they 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 stand out in other ways like they 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 are yes they're about monster catching monster recruiting um but they're different they don't just feel like straight up cut and paste the way games like um like monster crown which i think is great if you're especially nostalgic for the 90s pokemon games right those those early pokemon games i think that's a i think that's a good one but it's i mean it's pokemon you know and like you look at tim tim and you look at the pokemon the designs and you're like oh yeah those are just like unabashedly pokemon but they're like in an mmo setting like they change just enough to like keep them from uh i guess like copyright (laughs) lawsuits trademarks and stuff um but i i I like dragon quest monsters and i like yokai watch um you've never you never played yokai watch right no, I haven't. I think I have, and I don't remember how many of them I actually have. I found them on sale at Walmart one time on clearance, and they were really cheap. So I may have bought like one and two, and I still have them sealed in my closet where I'm intending to get to them someday, but I haven't actually played any of the Yokai Watch games yet. And uh, the uh, you've told me that they were good. You sent me tons of uh, pictures of the monsters and things like that that you've gotten and upgraded, but I've never actually played one of them. Uh, they're they're still sealed in the uh, in the boxes that I keep my 3ds games in. Yeah, I really I really enjoy them. I would love for Yokai Watch Four to get localized. I bought it in Japanese and played it. Um, didn't beat it but got as far as i realistically could before it was just like i don't know japanese so i'm not really sure what to what to keep doing here but played it for a long time and loved it i love level five games anyway and um like i know they said it was going to get localized but then that's been like what five years now or something ridiculous long time kind of like yeah i think it's never happening anymore but um but really love it i think for me um so let's let's talk about Dragon Quest monsters and and Pokemon. Um, I'm gonna kind okay. of approach this as if people have not played a, a DQ monsters game before, but have played Pokemon. So, I guess if I were explaining this to someone who really likes Pokemon and is like, "Hey, Austin, should I check out Dragon Quest Monsters?" Other than just saying yes, <laughs> um, I think, <laughs> I think uh, you know it's they're both turn based combat and. If you like, if you like that kind of turn-based combat, then it's really good. Uh, Dragon Quest Monsters lets you, especially with the Dark Prince, like each each one gets a little bit more refined. And so, if you're looking at like the Dark Prince, it's like you get to do commands and like over like arching tactics and things where where you don't have to just manually spam like Ember or whatever Pokemon move you want to do yeah. to kind of speed things along, which I really appreciate because as much as I love Pokemon games the the battles especially in like the last couple of entries it's very apparent how slow it all is and i wish that there was an option in those pokemon games to kind of speed things up a little bit for the combat for sure this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate however it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. 
Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my big uh, things for all of them. That's actually why I quit playing Sword, was because of the combat just taking so long. It was one of the reasons I liked playing Let's Go so much, is because it wasn't uh, like the combat part of it uh, to catch just during the open uh, world. It was so much nicer to uh, to just go catch stuff and run around, and I like I enjoyed that so much more. Yeah, I when I played, I love Sword and Shield. Like those are some of my favorite Pokemon games ever. And um, whenever I played through played through both of them, and whenever I played through them in the DLC and everything, what I actually did to move things along is I went through and there's the options where you can like disable the actual animations for every single move and stuff. Mm. And so it makes the combat go faster, but then there's still, you know, having to watch things like every time, um, like there's a gigantamaxing Pokemon and stuff like that, or like uh, the terrestrializing in Scarlet and Violet, where you have to sit there and watch those animations. And sometimes I just get really tired of it. And like, that's why, I tend to avoid monster dens in in the new Pokemon games that have them because of how oh, yeah. like, how slow the animations and everything can take. I'm just like, eh, I'll just find this Pokemon in the overworld instead. And then if it's a Pokemon I can't find in the overworld, then I'll do a monster den. But generally, I don't stress about them too much because I don't want to take the time <laughs> uh, with them. Yeah. And so I do like that DQ Monsters has that and... Um, if y'all listen to our demo impressions from the Dark Prince, um, you'll know that it does let you speed up combat. Um, BJ did not find that when we recorded that episode. I did not. But, but you can. You just toggle it with, I think it's the left trigger. But anyway, um, you can put Which it. Which is can speed super it important, I think. Like yeah. that's one of the things that in, in so many turn-based games that uh, really drags on for me is just the animations, like you had mentioned before. Uh, that was one of the things watching uh, my friend Fallon play Final Fantasy X that I'd forgotten about how how long some of those animations are in combat, and you can't really speed it up. It was fine watching somebody play it, but playing it myself, I actually got a little frustrated with it. Yeah. Because I couldn't speed it up. So seeing it in uh, being able to do it in Dragon Quest Monsters 3 here, uh, well, the Dark Prince, uh, is is exciting to me. That makes me want to play it a lot more than the demo did when I thought I couldn't. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest, the, the really the biggest difference here between these two series is... Pokemon is all about gotta catch them all, right? That's like, that's been their catchphrase for what 30 mm. years almost now and yeah and it's it's got to catch them all and you got to catch them and you know i do want to catch them all like i'll go through and and i want to have a living dex you know so i'll go through and not just catch them and evolve them and get the pokedex entry but then i'll like breed them and like evolve have the starter and then have evolve it up to the middle one to have it and then have the final evolution to and have them all for the living dex and so it's like I'm very much like, yeah, I got to catch them all. And Dragon Quest Monsters is not like that. You, It is all about, like, it is much more involved in terms of breeding and, like, hatching eggs and caring more about, like, stats and things like that, where it makes me sad a little bit because I feel like I can't get attached to the monsters in Dragon Quest Monsters games because I know 
until late game, I feel like I'm never going to keep any of them around. That's actually one of the things that gets me about the Persona games as well. Like, that's one of the worries I have about playing DQ Monsters uh, 3. I keep calling it 3, even though it's not 3. Uh, <laughs> the new Monsters of the Dark Prince. Um, the Well, it's 3 here, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, well, it's 3 there. Anyway, the... <laughs> The, the synthesis and the breeding and everything like that makes it so that if I get attached to a monster or really like them in my party, I feel like I have to upgrade them or breed them or synthesize them into something better for later parts of the game. And I don't like that as much. It's like I like sticking with a particular monster. And if it's a rarer monster or it has a particular ability I want to keep, I just don't I don't like the idea as much of keep of breeding and getting rid of it as opposed to uh, something like Pokemon where I can have the living decks or I can, you know, put it in the the breeding farm. I can't remember what it's called with a ditto or whatever to be able to make one. I nursery, could, could, the nursery, nursery. Yeah. Breeding farm. I think that one's better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the uh, but yeah, it's like I, the the synthesis and breeding, getting rid of them, the merging and all of that. Uh, I don't like that mechanic as much because I like to I like to get attached to the monsters I have, and uh, so I don't like once I get a party I like, I stick with it, and it's very rare for me in Pokemon to change out my party members, my 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 specific ones. Uh, that I use most often, I'll have some backup ones, but it seems like in monsters, I'm going to have to constantly be cycling in and out. And uh, so that's going to take some, some getting used to for me. Yeah. Like I, like whenever I played Dragon Quest monsters, Joker two was the last one I played completely and beat a few couple years back, I guess. Um, I don't know. We yeah, talked about on the podcast, but anyway, um, like that was the thing is that there were monsters that I definitely got attached to, but like, you know, I was use, I was looking at charts and stuff like that to figure out, OK, if I breed X monster with Y monster, then I'm going to get this cool Z monster. So I'll do that instead and right. um, kind of focus on, you know, grinding and leveling them up. So I'd be able to to breed them and stuff like that and get the monster that I wanted. But, you know, I did get attached to some of them. And like the um, like I mentioned with with the Dark Prince, it's like. I got really attached to my fright bulb. Like I chose that one as my yeah. quote unquote starter um, after like the third attempt or whatever. That was the one I got. And I was like, Ooh, fright bulb. I'm keeping him and got really attached to it. And it's like, I know that I'm going to be breeding him into another monster, but I like, I don't know, but it kind of makes me sad because I'm like, it kind of be cool yeah. to just go through the whole thing with a little fright bulb. And I guess you could theoretically, um, keep you know leveling him up and unlocking abilities and, and stuff like that using some like seeds of defense and things like that on to help boost stats but it's just like it doesn't make sense when there's all these better powerful monsters and so right. for people who play pokemon it's very much about catching them all and you evolve them but it's like still that pokemon you know like your your cinderace is still the score bunny that you started pokemon sword with, game with yeah just, you know and so it's like with, but with 
Dragon Quest monsters, it's like, okay, you, you, you bred these and you have a little baby now. And so it's like, you're now you're on a journey with your grandkid instead. And, (laughs) but but don't get attached to your grandkid because before very long, you're going to have to breed that one. And then you're going to be on an adventure with your great grandkid. And it's just like, I don't know. And then, and then too, it's like some of the monsters that I know I should have in my party. I just don't necessarily like the designs for, but they're powerful, Mm. but it's like, and I feel like that's not always a problem with Pokemon where it's like, oh, this one's cute, but you can still get by because those games are traditionally easier. Yeah. And with, with Dragon Quest Monsters, it definitely feels like there's times where it's like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna breed this, this cute little guy to make him powerful so that I can, you know, get through this fight. And I just, I don't know. It is kind of, it's hard for me because I, I even, even though I know that's how it, how, it works like whenever i was going through the dark prince demo i mean i was catching them all like anytime i saw a monster that i hadn't recruited yet um like i went to try to scout it were you that way yeah 100 percent. yeah that's anytime i see it that's the way i've been in joker 3 as well like if i see a monster i don't have i'm going to do everything i can to get it as soon as possible same yeah. thing for treasures. Whenever I kept seeing them, like I got overwhelmed by the recruiting, uh, the ones that would come in uh, from the, like you, you could set aside the items and then recruit them through the headquarters. Like I would get overwhelmed by the sheer number that would come in that I couldn't get all of the new monsters quickly enough because I didn't have all of the items that they wanted to be able to trade in. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it was something that I very much love doing and uh, have not uh, been able to do in Treasures, but I will absolutely do in uh, Dark Prince. Yeah, and I think for me, like n- now that Pokemon is, is open world, they're a little bit more similar. But um, like for me, too, another big difference is Dragon Quest Monsters feels very much like okay, you're going to go and you're going to find monsters. And then it's just like, bye, have fun. Um, bye, right. buddy. Hope you find your dad. Um, and, the, you know, you go out <laughs> yeah. and, and everything. And uh, and then you just play. And, and you grind levels and you breed monsters. And then every so often there's a little story beat, boss fight, whatever. But it's very it's very open. And there's a lot of just like running around and like playing. Whereas Pokemon yeah. feels very much like just, and, and even open world, it feels a lot like that kind of structure where it's just like you go from A to B to C to D because of the nature of like the gym badges and everything else where um, where it feels like Pokemon to me, like neither, I wouldn't say either one of these games are super story based. The Dark Prince might be, I mean, I, I haven't played the whole game yet. Um, but to me, like Dragon Quest Monsters games in general and Pokemon in general, I would not call them story-based games. Like they're very, the stories, they have stories. They're usually pretty simple, but the the emphasis is on the gameplay and the monster recruiting and, and the yep. fighting. Would, would you say that Where, too? Is that fair? I don't know. Yeah. I haven't played Joker 1 or Joker 2 like you did. Um, so I know you told me that those were very story bare. But in Joker 3, at least where I got to so far, it is making more of an attempt at a story. It's a little more uh, cohesive than even what I saw in... uh, I keep wanting to say 3, my God. In uh, The Dark Prince, because it... uh, 
it's more than just hey you can become the uh the monster champion you can you know you can train in the arena you can do all of this where there is like an immediate mystery of something you're trying to figure out uh in joker 3 and so i don't know how long it continues uh to be kind of central to the to the uh store to the gameplay but uh it seemed to be more than what you had talked about from from one and two of joker but yeah the ones i've played of the original monsters and caravan heart and uh, other ones the translation it's very much gameplay focused way more than pokemon is and i mean pokemon stories are really simple i mean they're still you want to become the champion and defeat these gems but there's more story going on in those still than there is in the monsters games. Yeah. I um, like, it's kind of hard to tell with the dark Prince from what I've played of it because, uh, you know, like it seems like there's going to be a pretty solid story there with, with uh, Ruby. And we know from promo stuff that different heroes from DQ four are going to make an appearance and so it's kind of hard to tell if those are just going to be very brief cameos or if there's going to be a real full-fledged story here. Um, even even if the Dark Prince has more of a story, which I think I think it's going to have more of a story than previous Monsters games, but I still feel like the emphasis is going to be on the actual gameplay uh, loop and everything. Just like Treasures. I mean, Treasures was that way too, and I had a blast with Treasures. Like Just because it's not a right. story-driven game doesn't mean I, I don't enjoy it like those are the kind of games that I actually really love playing on switch where you just, you play them and chip away at them a little bit at a time. And, and you can even have the TV on while you're playing them and, and getting up levels yep. and stuff and have a really good and time. I mean, with as those. much as, as much as I love dragon quest games, that's something that I do love about them that I can't do with like final fantasy games is that I've never hit a point in a final fantasy game where I will just pull up the game on my Switch or whatever, and pl- or 3DS, and just play it while I'm watching TV or something, where I will metal slime farm on uh, Dragon Quest games, or I will just go around in this one, I'm assuming, and just grind and recruit and or scout and try to get the monsters to go through and synthesize and breed where that's something in other RPGs that I would never do. And I play the, the Dragon Quest games for story. It's uh, it's funny how I consider them story-based games, but will go through and do that with them. And I think I'll be doing that with Dragon Quest Monsters 3 here as well. It, yeah. uh, it's just something about the games that I don't even... I usually consider that kind of thing mindless, like if I were doing it, but, for, but I enjoy doing it so much on... Uh, on these games yeah Dragon quest games yeah i gotcha um before we keep going with this episode um you know there's that thing that we used to do all the time that we haven't done in a really really long time um and i'm of course What's talking that? about shameless self-promotion <gasps> shameless you're shameless oh after all that and you didn't even do a song this time <laughs> i didn't i didn't it's like we don't do it much, but we are shameless now. Yeah. So uh, just really quickly, if you would like to support this podcast, you can. We are over on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash FM. And just a huge shout out to all of our patrons. We really appreciate 
all of you guys. Uh, there is a little Halloween mini-sode where I talked about pumpkin carving and Dragon Quest uh, that is up there right now for our patrons, just as a little thank you. Um, so check that out as well. Yeah, sounds really awesome. We uh, really appreciate y'all supporting the podcast and giving us the opportunity to do this. We we really, really appreciate you. For sure. So getting back into uh, today's episode, uh, the other kind of difference here is kind of like the structure the setup that we touched on just a little bit in terms of related to the story but also the structure of these games is very different i would say like there's usually in monsters games there's usually either like in in the dark prince there's a tournament going on or right there's some kind of like um like don mole or captain crow and, and these kind of characters and bosses that you that right. are recurring and stuff and whereas pokemon is very much just like you 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 find gem badges and it's like to get through here you have to have your leaf badge first and and stuff like that <laughs> and i, I yeah. mean i don't mean that on, on for a knock on the series i mean it is no 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 it, not at all yeah i mean it is a game that i mean i mean i'm an adult i love it and i play it but it is at the end of the day it's a game that's aimed for children and so it's just like um I don't know, but the structure is very is very different in that regard. Um, I kind of wish, I think kind of what I wish for, really with DQ Monsters, is I wish they would have a similar route to what Monster Hunter Stories does. Monster Hunter Stories 2 is a fantastic kind of monster recruiting game. And it's yeah, turn-based. Really yeah, it's not. It's nothing like the other Monster Hunter games. It's I do not turn-based. like regular Monster Hunter games. I do not. These e- games are I don't super either. fun yeah yeah for sure and so i uh like i was um like in that game they give you a a ratha and monster hunter stories too right you get a ratha mm-hmm. and you you get to see it grow you get to see you get to unlock new abilities that help in the overworld as well but you can also keep it in your party and fight with it along with the other monsters where it's not, you're still trading in and out a lot more than you would in a game like Pokemon, but there's still some kind of constant. Whereas with like Dragon Quest Monsters, like you, you don't necessarily get that. Like I know in whenever I played the first Joker game, uh, we talked about it where they give you, I can't remember its name right now, but it starts off and it's like this really pretty, like little futuristic looking dog, and you you upgrade it. I can't remember what it's called, but it's not called evolving. But you upgrade it, and then it turns into like this ugly featherless turkey thing. And I'm like, why? Why would you do this to me? Like this is just this is awful. And I like I, I wish that there was something kind of like the fright bulb. Like like I wish that I would get something there. And I guess they have the I guess they have mascots. They have like what about and what's it called in the Dark Prince? fizzy fuzzy it's called something i don't remember I, it's called something that i'm not really a fan of but the little mascot that they give you i think fizzy oh, what is, is it? what fizzy? it's called yeah. i don't but, remember where it's like you get a little mascot companion but you know you have that in monster hunter stories too as well with the little cat i can't remember his name right now but he's always like go nuts for donuts yeah, I do love the the cats. Uh, I can't remember what they're called in the Monster Hunter games, but this one has a this one has a name. Like he's like your little talking cat friend that goes uh-huh. around with you. 
um, starts with an N, I think. I can't remember it, but my, my kids still say Go Nuts for Donuts because of that game because Monster Hunt, mm. Hunter Stories 2 is Naomi's favorite video game. Oh, wow. Of all of them. Yeah, she sank like easily 100 hours into that. Like she plays it all the time. She's she's wow. played it. She, I would say there has not been a week that has gone by that she has not booted it up and played it a little bit since that game came out in like, what was that, summer of 2021? So for like a solid oh, like yeah. two two years and some odd months. Dang, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, feel like it. It bothers me that it's been that long as well because I remember it so quick, so like so recently, like yeah. it's so soon. It's like time just passes entirely too long, too quickly lately. I guess really, like if the if I'm putting an elevator pitch here to people to play Dragon Quest Treasures. I would say that, you know, the combat is a lot of fun. The monsters are a lot of fun. Um, if you, I mean, Dragon Quest has very iconic monsters. Outside outside of Pokemon, I would say Dragon Quest has the most, like, recognizable and iconic monsters of any series. I mean, I mean, they're, they're designed most of the time to be cute and, and look fun. And, and there's a reason they make lots of plushes of slimes and people buy them up me i'm people yep um buy them up (laughs) and so and 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 everything and so it's like yes you're getting a good game but i would not approach it i would not approach it like pokemon where you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna catch them all and i'm gonna you know go on an adventure with this squirtle who's gonna you know evolve into blastoise and stay in my party forever um like don't approach it like that at all but um but if you're looking for a really good monster uh recruiting kind of game it's very high quality and just in terms of the overall like effort and everything that's put into it i would say the quality of it has really um has really surpassed pokemon like scarlet and violet was was a hot mess i really didn't like those games at all from the designs to the world and everything else like i just um didn't click with me and um like i'm very excited for dark prince to come out and I'm hoping that maybe because of some of the Pokemon games being a little meh that, you know, like a lot of people will come over to DQ Monsters and really give it a try and see what it has to offer. Yeah, I think so. I think and this is a good year for it with the DLC instead of a mainline game that uh, it's having to compete with, that uh, people aren't getting ridiculously excited about whatever the next mainline is. Uh, the next generation. Uh, so I think it's going to be a great time for it as well. People are going to be kind of hankering for, for this. And um, I'm really, really excited to see new players discover it and see how cool these kinds of, uh, how cool these kinds of games really are and how cool the monsters are uh, where maybe they'll find some of those that they like just as much as uh, their Pokemon. Now all we need is Dragon Quest walk around so we can capture them that way. <laughs> yeah um so anyway uh thank you guys for listening to this week's episode let us know uh what you thought of the dark prince demo what you think of pokemon and, and dragon quest monsters just comparatively um and uh remember you can chat with us over on twitter at dragon quest fm and uh you can talk to me individually uh over on twitter or blue sky at dragon Quaston. And I'm still on Twitter at uh, 
Professor Beach. I was trying to think because I have different usernames places now, and uh, I'm probably spending more time on Threads at Professor Beach. Uh, you can also find me on Blue Sky at uh, BJ Keaton. So yeah, and like you said, like we said earlier, uh, check out our Patreon at Patreon.com/DragonQuestFM. Thanks everybody, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.